Welcome back to the Dynasty Office Podcast. With Ryan. Ryan's here. Oh, oh, Ryan. Ryan. Uh, oh he knows. Uh, really. <laughs> Builds up zero suspense. Kind <laughs> of just threw it out in the intro sauce. Thanks, Burr. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dynasty Alphas Podcast. It's going to be suspenseful. You are listening in with your host, Tony Langer, co- and co-host Alex Burback and Tony Lennox, along with a special guest yet to be named. Surprise, guys. <laughs> Surprise, shoddy. <laughs> uh, what's up, boys and guest? Uh, it's good to be here. Got to see uh, my little nephew today. He's, he's fussing a little bit, but he's yeah. so cute as can be. So. <laughs> fuss, fuss, the fuss, the fuss, the fuss, fuss. That's I, not the first time you've seen him. No, okay, no, but I mean, he just loves me. I, he's so I, yeah, I, nice. I look like his dad, but without a beard. So <laughs> he got a little <laughs> like confused, him. but it was yeah. cute. Yeah, he's an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, Burbank makes it just in time for the podcast. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> just of the intro. Just, just yeah. made it. Just made it. Thanks for waiting, boys. Yep, there are uh, six and a half minutes of content that you guys will never hear. So yeah. uh, it's deleted. It's gone. Just like but Burbank's here. So oh, man. We got to start saving those and just like throw them into like one episode at the just end. Just in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right. We have so much to cover off on this week. So much has happened since we last recorded. Um, we got a lot of injuries. We got some extensions, some trades. Um and a lot of fun stuff to cover today. So yeah. let's get into the big injuries. Um, this was We mentioned this on last week's episode, actually, because we were recording during the Jags and Saints games. Mm-hmm. But it was confirmed that Travis Etienne did suffer a very serious season-ending foot injury. Uh, Liz Frank, uh, I think he has a sprain or something, right, Ryan? So, uh, yeah, I've been looking at it a little bit. It's kind of... <laughs> yeah, Ryan's been yeah. Uh, getting a... PhD. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember, he, DPT. He's he's the Alpha's uh, PT. So yes, he is our resident doctor. It's a true honor. Um, I don't make anything working for the Alphas, but it's still just an absolute honor. Um, Pro bono gets you a long ways. Yeah, it does. Absolutely, yeah. it's good. It's Thank you, sir. Just good practice. Got to put in the hours. Yeah. So I, I, I it's kind of been a little ambiguous um, with his injury. It is absolutely Liz Frank. So you can either have like the bones displaced or broken, or it can just be like uh, to the ligaments there. Either way, it required surgery, so it's not good. Um, different stats out there on how you do coming back of it requires surgery or not, but either way, no bueno. That's, that's yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Opens the door for James <laughs> Robinson now. Who, uh, yeah, that was owning James Robinson in one dynasty league. I was It was kind of like, Oh, ETN's hurt. Yeah, you never cheer sure. for a man. Oh, don't hurt, cheer right? for an injury. Birds, you never, never do cheer. such a thing. You never do such a thing. I will reap the benefits, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it Skull. gives James Robinson another chance at uh, – he looked really good as a starter last year, so he's going to get another opportunity at it. It was mentioned last week. We're one step closer to him, Chris Carsoning, mm-hmm. Rashad Penny. Oh. Yep. That is too scary of oh. a similarity between the two situations. That's, Round one, that's a big bummer. gets injured the rookie year, so the incumbent comes in, repeats, mm-hmm. and never goes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just bringing this back to James Robinson, just in general for this outlook, I'm more expecting – I'm expecting him to not do what he did last year. Like, I do not think that he will have 90% of the work like he did last year, which is what buoyed him to be like a mid-range RB1. Um, I'm more expecting a mid- to low-end RB2 just because I don't like this I – don't, I don't trust this coaching staff – there's no way. I would bet anything. If anybody wants to bet, 
that he does not have more than 75% of the touches in this offense. Not 90-plus? No. There's no chance he will have 90-plus, and I would bet 75% is untouchable because only Christian McCaffrey does that. Yeah. So <clears throat> I would make, yes, I would make that bet. So I think that his decrease in volume will take away a lot of his fantasy production, but he'll still be a solid RB2. And, I mean, obviously you have J- if you have James Robinson, he's got a massive boost in value for this year. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, like Ryan mentioned, this is not great for ETN's dynasty outlook. I mean, it's obviously terrible for this year because you're not going to get any production out of him. But, um, yeah, I mean, just be wary of that dynasty outlook. So, mm-hmm. if you're, can, you, can you imagine if you had ETN and J.K. Dobbins? <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> Sorry, Judd. What a, tra- what a transition. <laughs> yeah, we had another injury, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Oh, damn it. I'm ruining this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, as Burback mentioned, J.K. Dobbins <laughs> suffers a season-ending ACL tear with possible LCL damage. Uh, that's TBD, but... Uh, Ryan, why don't you just take us through this one? Yeah. Why don't you explain kind of... Ryan is a Dobbins owner, yeah, so we need to hear Yeah, it. so um, I, I, explained, I explained this before Burbeck got here and made us restart. Um, I was pretty... Keep bringing that up. Yeah, I was at the Twins game uh, pretty drunk on Saturday night, and I got the news of uh, the Dobbins injury, and uh, I just kind of just put it on the back burner because I was having a good old time. I didn't want to ruin the night. Then I woke up the next day, saw the video, and instantly knew that it was most likely ACL. And uh, Juddy and I just shared um, single tears rolling down our face. Um, but with the injury, obviously ACL, he's done for the season. Um, but like your host, Tony Langer, mentioned, um, possible LCL damage, waiting. Um, also your brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, father of my nephew, some like to say. Um <laughs> But with that, so out, you are in my. What phone. other ways? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's his, that's, his, that's his name in my phone now. So. <laughs> but with that LCL damage, if 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 it is there, that could in theory prolong his recovery a little bit, just because you have another ligament that was uh, sprained in the injury itself. So just something to monitor going into next off season. So Lennox, what does this do for Dobbins' value? I know you had him like. So yeah. high in your running back ranks. Yeah, at I least did. earlier this offseason. I really did really early on because uh, second year running backs who break out, they jump so high in ADP. And we're about to get into our predict- predictions for 2022 running back ADP. That's going to be our meat and potatoes for this episode. So there's going to be some guys where if you're young and you produce, you're going to just skyrocket in ADP. I thought Dobbins had a really good chance in this offense that's going to be a historic rushing offense. He never had the passing upside, but I just thought he potentially could get so many yards, so many touchdowns. Uh, sounds like Luca's uh, away. He is but pissed. Now, I, I, he was going to be falling out of my top 12 anyways. Just spoiler alert, he would have been, just because of the risk, Gus got signed to his longer-term deal. But now with the injury, he's definitely going to be falling out of my 2022 Dynasty ADP uh, for top 12. But I, it just sucks because I was, I was really excited about him. I think he's a great runner. Um, but now it's it's going to be Gus's backfield, at least so far. They could bring in someone, but, I mean, Gus, his value went skyrocketing now at this point from where it was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, I had Dobbins as, like, the RB, I don't know, like 14 to 16 range maybe, even before this injury. So I'm not, I'm honestly not really adjusting him that much. It, if it's a multi-ligament tear, I might drop him a little more than that, maybe below guys like Austin Eckler or Joe Mixon or something, but... I mean, I'm not going to get crazy. It was just a 
clean ACL because guys can come back from that and be very productive. He's so, young. Yep. Yeah, and he's, he's super young. young in a super run-heavy offense. Um, mm-hmm. But bringing it back to Gus Edwards, I mean, like Lennox mentioned, this does wonders for his value. Um, he's another guy that I'd probably expect to be just like a solid RB2. I mean, he's not going to catch passes. Nope. He's definitely worse than J.K. Dobbins is, but he doesn't have J.K. Dobbins to compete with now. So. True. They're always going to be splitting carries, though, so whether that's like that Tyson Williams guy that people are picking up now, could be, who knows. Mm-hmm. I think or it really th- helps the Lamar's rushing most yeah. of all. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're, like, but if, like, I had no idea who this Tyson guy was no, before me. this. Justice Hill, maybe, but, ju- you know, they've split carries in the past, so I could see it, but if those guys aren't good enough for them to be like, hey, take part of this load, then it is going to be, I think, Gus Edwards and Lamar doing most of that run. Mm-hmm. I think, it, oh. you, no, I was just going to say, just because you have a guy, you still got to be able to run on a football field. So I think this gives Gus a – I could see him being top 15 this year. If hmm. he – I could yeah. see – Sort of like a Mike Davis from last that, year filling in, yeah, being fills in and top just 15 kind of guy. is the guy for that team. Now you have Lamar and you have – Teddy, but I still think Gus Edwards is every time he runs, I, he's like this dude's good at running the ball. So yeah, I do think that if if it is Gus's backfield, top fifteen is definitely in play. But we learned from the Rams that just because the coaches say they're not bringing somebody in, doesn't mean that they're actually not going to bring someone in. True. True. If, if I could see AP signing in one place with a contender in a running back needy he looks backfield, good purple. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. They did say they're not looking at Todd Gurley at this time. At this time. Maybe that means they're looking at AP oh, at this time. Yeah. Yeah. Who would looking. ever look at Gurley at this no, time? I, I picked him up. Um, <laughs> I saw <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next injury. This one kind of came as a surprise, kind of out of I nowhere. I didn't this one. Uh, Irv Smith is set to miss some time. We don't know the timeline yet. this came out of nowhere. Uh, with a meniscus injury. Or is it meniscus or meniscus? meniscus. meniscus? Okay, I, I didn't so. hear anything about it before nope. the up, update that he's having surgery. No, no. I mean, Zimmer came out today, I believe, and he said, like, he's not sure of the timeline. They won't know until the surgery is – until they, like, cut into the knee and they look at what the damage is and fully assess it. So it could be – I mean, Ryan, you can get kind of get in this timeline. I know grade one he'd be back, like, even maybe before the season starts, but it doesn't sound like that's the case. So no. It's two or three. Yeah, so he's having surgery, so that automatically makes it not good. Um, one I did see it compared to, if you guys remember this blast from the past, a uh, heartbreaker of mine, Darius Geis, had a meniscus mm. injury. I think it was like yeah. week one in his second year. Oh, yeah. Hit a meniscus injury and was out like six weeks. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly. And like, I think I heard that timeline is pretty similar for what Irv could be expecting. So I do think he's going to miss a decent chunk of the season, maybe the first quarter or something did like Darius that. Did Darius Geis beat his timeline? Did he beat it? I knew what you. I oh, knew what you were doing. That's tasteless. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say Darius Kai's kind of choked when he got to the NFL. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, obviously the next tight end in line for the Vikings is Tyler Conklin. <laughs> Who really knows what he's going to be able to produce? I mean, he looked good in flashes last year, but I like Tyler Conklin a lot. I I don't think he's. You're not even at a tight end premium. I would not. Throw, the Vikings tight end isn't interesting to me. Just whoever it is. I mean, I wouldn't play him. You could definitely no. pick him up. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. You pick him up, but, I mean, unless you see his usage. Like, yeah, the Irv injury further cements the big three on the Vikings. Dalvin and the two receivers. Mm-hmm. Thielen and Jefferson. Like, they are going to get all the fantasy points on this team. So. Yep. Thielen's getting that 10 touchdowns again. Red zone threat. Maybe, maybe. 
Um, this is another one that kind of just came out of nowhere for me. I don't know. People might have been keeping a closer eye on this than I was, but T.Y. Hilton out multiple weeks with a back-slash-neck injury. Yep. They said it's not season-ending, but it's going to be multiple weeks. For a guy that old. And and it, was, it definitely could be season-ending. Dude, ending, they said it's right. a disc issue. Yeah. Daniel Hunter. Oh, yeah, Daniel Hunter. Same thing, disc issue. Yep. What? No, he's done. So, I mean, I, I don't think anyone was relying on T.Y. Hilton anyway, so just, I just wanted to bring that up. This is great news for the uh, Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman. This is huge for them, I feel mm-hmm. like. I you don't have the threat of T.Y. at all. True. Those are their top two receiving options. It gives them the opportunity. I think it's better news for Jonathan Taylor. Like, the offense mm-hmm. has to run through Jonathan Taylor now. Like, it could yep. be three straight downs of run, run, run if there's just no one to throw to and Wentz maybe isn't as good as, you know, the Colts are hoping for. I think it just means Jonathan Taylor is going to get a lot of use. Did you see that Carson Wentz and a couple other Colts got put on the COVID list? I just want him to retire. Dude, this is going this season <laughs> is going yes. this season's going to suck. Every like it's just gonna suck. Because then it's like, oh, okay, back down for Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> yep. Um, so that's all the injuries I had uh, to note this week, but that's quite a few to a lot of big name players. So. Yeah. Can we just quickly laugh? And not just because you're here, I would have brought this up. That Evan Ingram's already hurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's already injured. See, I saw the report year. yesterday, and I just it, it just <laughs> cleared my brain because I I didn't care. I'm not surprised. The only thing I'm surprised about is that it took till week three of the season. <laughs> yeah, <It's> true. <laughs> like that the fact that it happened like week negative one of the regular yeah. season that he got hurt. <laughs> it's yeah. probably the longest he's ever made it without getting hurt. He's the most <laughs> yeah, wow. frustrating so he's of Im- all time. He's improving. Yeah, he's, he's next year, baby. <laughs> <laughs> next year, baby. We also had a couple trades this week. One is a lot bigger than the other one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Nope, not not in our dynasty leagues. In the actual NFL. Okay, I'll wait. Rams acquire Sony Michelle from the Patriots for a se- what's essentially a fourth round pick. Steal. So, Steal for the Patriots. This, oh, yeah. this isn't like a nothing price for Sony Michelle. A fourth round no. pick for a running back that's been in the league for a few years. That like, that's that's not nothing. So I mean, I don't think that this is a good thing for Daryl Henderson, in my opinion. I agree, and I actually just I wanted to dive into the numbers because I think everyone either had one or two reactions. One was you completely disregard the Sony news and say like Hendy's gonna be fine, or you're like I me mean, oh. Langer where it's like you're worried about Hendy now because he's gonna be sharing work. So looking at the Rams backfield, they had a big three last year. It was Acres leading the way, 145 carries. Hendy second, 138 carries, and Malcolm Brown with 101 carries, roughly 380 total carries. So for this year. Pre-Sony trade, when Akers went down, everyone thought Hendy's getting the full backfield to himself. That's where all the hype came from. So projecting that backfield pre-Sony, if it was going to be 380 total carries, let's give the Xavier Jones, Jake Funk, like the Malcolm Brown share, so they get 100 of those carries. That'd be 280 left for Hendy, which, side note, that'd be a significant a increase ton. for Hendy. Yeah. He, had, he has 177 total in his entire career. Yeah. So over two years, he has 177. Projecting 280 would be a lot. But let's just say... He had the whole backfield, 280 times his career yards per carry, 4.3. That's 1,204 rushing yards, add in some receiving work, add in goal line. Like, that's where we saw the hype for Henderson. But Sony's there now. And let's just say Sony is the same role he had in New England, which was it was a limited role. It was part of a committee. He was not the 1A of that backfield. He got 10 carries a game when he was healthy. And I think that's very realistic for him on the Rams. So Sony, if he had 10 carries a game, 17 games, let's do the numbers – 380 carries, Sony gets 170. That's, Hendy's still the 1A in that situation, but it's 210 carries times his average career of 4.3. You're looking at 903 rushing yards, not really elite, 
And Sony's the bigger back. Sony, I think, is going to be the goal line work. So it's going to cut into the carries for Henderson, the goal line touchdown upside for Henderson. So, like, I think it's a bigger deal than people make. Uh, some people, I think, if you own Henderson, you, you might be disregarding it. But I just want to see where you guys are at on Hendy. So I'm going to list a few guys. And just for 2021, I want you guys to say Hendy or you take the other guy. So Hendy, Hendy or David Montgomery. Oh my, oh, oh my God! This is even close, Montgomery. Yeah. Hendy or James Robinson. James Robinson. James Robinson. Hendy or Miles Sanders. Sanders. Miles Sanders. Hendy or yeah. Miles Gaskin. Gaskin. Hendy or Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. Oh my God. So I mean, like, I think Hendy yeah. is realistically dropped because Cam Akers is going to be back next year. So if you think that maybe. those guys are going, maybe. I think I might have had all those guys over. I Anderson honestly think those guys. <laughs> I'm being well, I, I kind of think people thought Hendy of like. He was going to be top 15 for this specific year. Now yeah. those guys are like the 15 to 20 crowd. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Jacobs is like 18. Sanders is 19. Carson, Gaskin, they're like 21, 20. So you know yep. what I'm saying? The only one that was close for me was Sanders. Sure. Honestly. That was the only one I had to think about. But that's what I think he's maybe now like a low-end RB2, high-end RB3, and it's like Akers is coming back. So I think it really did impact Tendy's total season value. Well, and who's going to catch the ball? Because last year on the Rams, Malcolm Brown had the most – Targets really. Hendy had twenty four. It was I think it was twenty four receptions. You don't speak Malcolm Brown's name on this. No, sorry. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Hendy had twenty four targets last year. Malcolm Brown easily. I think he was in the fifties, if I remember. Whoa. So did they bring in? You're gonna blow my mind if he was in the fifties. I've ready for this. Malcolm Brown. No, he's thirty three. He still led the team. (laughs) He still led the team of running backs. At least you got that in targets. At least you got the. So, but is that why they brought Sony Michelle? Sony's. It wasn't his whole knock he couldn't catch? Yeah, no, Boy. at Georgia he could catch. No, I know. No, that's, that's why it was a But bizarre. then the Patriots like just never used him that way. Yeah. So maybe McVay's like, you're an idiot. Give him to me. Yeah. It's, honestly, it's whoever plays the most games this year is going to be the better pick. Oh. Because they're both injury prone. That's true. So Very true. Whoever's healthier throughout the year, that's going to be the best back. It does suck for him, though. Let's move on to the Patriots here. Um, now, obviously, that's one roadblock out of the way. Damian Harris, I mean, mm. he's probably going to be the starter. Oh, and, I mean, that's yeah. – that's. I mean, not probably. He will be the starting running back. They do still have James White, which is always going to be annoying. And if you have been watching the preseason games, he is every third – Damian Harris comes off on third down. Yeah. He gets the first and second, and then it's James White. Yeah. And Ramondre Stevenson has been balling out. Did you so, see Ramondre Stevenson last night? Yeah. Holy yeah. dude, I was we were doing our draft mm-hmm. and like I was getting so hyped on him. Yeah. He looked so good. So he's like he's more still I think the dynasty stash category, but yep. for me I I got excited that the Patriots want to run the ball that much. Like they had so many rushing touchdowns. Like Ramondre had five rushing touchdowns in three preseason games. Yeah. That should be Damian Harris's role. So like he could be a touchdown upside New England LeGarrette Blunt type guy. Like, it's in his realm of possibilities, at least. But you're right, no passing work. Mm-hmm. That's why we disvalue Damian Harris. What, what about uh, Mac Jones maybe taking over? Cam won't have the goal line work anymore. Really? Yeah. If you're a Damian Harris owner, you want Mac Jones in there. Oh, because, or else he will score probably less than five touchdowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cam would Unless he breaks so many. He would what, have to what do you guys think of, like, Cam's, I think, is going to start week one. Yeah, but, honestly. <laughs> Bill? I do think he is way, going to. The way it was put. Uh, I was just watching Sports Center today. Was I think Bill wants Cam to start, but Mac Jones is making it so hard to yeah, keep him off the field. So I don't think Bill knows. It's almost like Mac Jones is good. Yeah, yeah, he's been I, a lot better. than I, I figured he'd first. like start at eventually and like take some time. I didn't think Mac Jones would be this good this early. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I saw I saw this like breakdown. I mean, it's. 
keep in mind, it's preseason. It's probably against backups. But every single drive he's had, I think he's like 10 drives, they've either been touchdowns or field goals. Every single time. Yeah, they've, either, they've gotten down the field and, either, and scored in some manner, which hey, is wild. plenty of other backup quarterbacks that have done a lot worse. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's still good news, I feel like. Yeah. So I think I think almost everybody but cam owners are probably cheering for Mac Jones to be the starting quarterback. Yes. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cam is it's pure, not fun dude, to I watch need, him right now. It's not. Oh, dude, his throw it. He has to, like, it's like a full upper body, like, Whip and he of just the ball. spikes it into the grass. <laughs> <laughs> he does hyper target Jacoby, and I wonder if Mac Jones will do the same thing. Hmm. I feel a like Jacoby guy, have, yeah. I'm a Jacoby, but if you watch the preseason games, Cam loves oh, yeah. throwing. I truthfully Jacoby. am asking this because I don't know. Have Johnu, Hunter Henry, John Kendrick started Bourne, and Nelson Aguilar Bourne, been playing? Bourne played. Yes, Aguilar. I don't know. Aguilar and uh, Aguilar's been playing. Jacoby is the number one target receiver, think, though. Think, Even with them on the field. Janu started last night. Janu? Janu. Janu started the game Janu. last night. Yeah. Did not do... Like, it's Jacoby, man. Right. Out of the slot. All right. Let's move on to the other trade. This one is a lot less relevant. Uh, Eagles trade a conditional sixth-round pick to the Jags for Gardner Minshew. You just want to say that because you're scared. I'm not sure why the Jags would make this deal, if I'm being honest. I, they could have I just kept him as yeah. a cheap, reliable backup, but instead they ship him for a absolutely useless pick. <laughs> what, what's the point of that? So he was a six-round pick, right? No, he was no, undrafted, right? No, he wasn't undrafted. He was, I think he was a sixth. Yeah, sixth so or like, seventh or and something. he clearly, whatever his ADP, like, or his NFL draft capital was, like, he outperformed he up- oh, it. So, like, they should be getting way more for that. Uh, great move for the Eagles because, yeah. I mean, Hurts, there's a chance... Six. Sixth round. Sure, yeah. So um, they should be getting back more than the sixth yeah. round. Or they just shouldn't trade him if that's all they're getting. Yeah. What are they doing? He's got to so be stupid. the – I mean, I'm, I'm not thinking of everyone right now. One of the top backups in the league probably that you'd want behind sure, your starter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like a yeah. future like case Keenum. Like when he came yeah. in and like helped us with the Minneapolis Miracle, like Gardner could come in and like help mm-hmm. you do some cool shit. For <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know – this changes much. I mean, if Hurts plays well, he's not going to give up the job. If he doesn't play well, either way, he's going to get replaced either during the season or next year. So, yeah, yep. I don't know. I don't think they're going to bench him for Gardner Minshew. So, uh, they no, pa- they, I don't think so. They passed on Justin Fields. I don't think they're starting Gardner over Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Gardner Minshew is a known commodity. Hurts still has untapped like upside and potential in the yeah. NFL. So, I don't know why they would. No. Hurts has a lot of too. Oh, everybody loves Hurts. So. Mm-hmm. Except for Twitter, so, um, so that's all the trades. Um, I just want to mention just one other uh, extension that happened. Robbie Anderson and the Panthers agreed to a two-year, twenty-nine and a half million dollar deal. Let's go, Robbie. Good for you, Robbie. Good for you, Rob. That's uh, interesting. It's that's home for him. Like uh, Matt Rule. Matt Rule loves him. Coached him at Temple. Like that. This is the only spot I think Robbie could be as fantasy relevant as he is, mm-hmm. and he's locked up there for the rest of his career. So, yep. good yeah. for Robbie. And he just got his uh, old QB back, too. So. True. Yeah. 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 What do you think? I mean, any implication? Like, I was talking about this with Lennox at the draft yesterday, mm-hmm. like our high school draft. Does this make you kind of maybe think that they, if DJ Moore asks for too much money, he's going? Because they have Terrace. They're paying I mean, McCaffrey maybe. and Robbie. If DJ Moore asks for what he's worth, I could see the Panthers saying, you know, we got contracts tied up elsewhere. If Terrace looks really good, I could see it. But that, like, yeah. That's kind maybe. of a... Yeah. Just a little dynasty outlook question. Yeah, and I mean, if he leaves the Panthers, I don't think that's a bad thing for his dynasty value. Oh, I think he'd he'd go up in my books if he left. Um, And then, just before we move on, 
to kind of just our dynasty league sort of things here. But uh, I just want to mention the positional battles that were sorted out over this last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston wins the Saints quarterback battle. That I I just have in my notes, great news for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Except yeah. for Taysom Mill owners. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Huge for Kamara. So Sorry, managers. A couple weeks ago, we did our crazy stats episode, and there was one that I never got to, and it was all due to Kamara. So Kamara was the running back one in 2021, averaged 25.1 <laughs> points per game for the entire season. He was a baller. But in the four games he played with Taysom Hill, he only got four targets per game and averaged 14.2 fantasy points per game, which was running back 13 in average. So Jameis is so much better for Kamara. Just want to point that out. I think everyone knows it, but, like, huge, huge, huge for Kamara. I'm yeah. surprised he got four targets a game considering he got, like, didn't he get, like, zero and one? Like he might have. Two. He, he might got, have. like, 12 yeah, yeah. one of them. People are losing their minds. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, Jason. And then he scored six touchdowns. In <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then the other one I wanted to mention, which is kind of surprising to me, Teddy Bridgewater wins the Broncos quarterback battle. Burbs, we need you to time in on the Drew Locke. Uh, well, I think this is, like, a – Dumb move. I, I saw, I think it was Warren Sharp or someone tweeted, like, this move smells like a head coach trying to keep his job. Like, get the guy in you know is probably going to get you 500. You drafted defense first instead of Justin Fields. He's a defensive coach. And Drew Locke is a riskier play, but Teddy, you can win seven, maybe eight games, and he's not going to get fired. No. Like, I just think you go with Drew Locke first. That makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. And then if he sucks, then play Teddy. But now you're, mm-hmm. you have the arm talent of Drew Locke, and you're not going to see what he can do for you. So I firmly agree with you, Burbs. Um, and not that, not that this would ever happen in a million years, because I don't actually believe Drew Locke is good. But if he were to hit, him hitting is so much better than anything Teddy Bridgewater could ever give yes. you. It raises the ceiling of the entire mm-hmm. offense. I know. <clears throat> and just like Teddy, like, he is what he is. We know He'll what he is already. 15 touchdowns a year. Ugh. This offense, <laughs> them picking Teddy as their starting quarterback, it screams to me, run the ball and play defense. That's what that screams. Okay. They have great they have great passing weapons, but they're going to run the shit out of the ball and they're going to try to play great defense with Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, and just shut people down and then win mm-hmm. the running game. I will say it did help me draft Judy in a redraft. I just thought back to the Panthers. He supported three top 25 receivers. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, it's just the, such the sh- a different offense. Yeah. I, Joe I, Brady I know. And Matt I know. Versus yeah. Fangio. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you guys see the report? I I saw like George Payton came out and said they didn't draft Justin Fields because they quote wanted to give Drew Locke a chance at a starting job. Oh. Fire the whole front oh. office. That's embarrassing. Fire that's the true. front Dude, office. That's a, that's, a, that's a Vikings man right there. Oh my god. So like position by position. Are you higher or lower now that Teddy won? So, like, Melvin and Javante. High, so, higher. Higher, and higher on those two. Lower on everybody else for me. Sutton, Judy, and Fant. Judy, mm-hmm. Judy and Fant stay the same because they're the shorter yardage positions. Put Sutton down in your mind. Sutton is way down for me with Teddy. Yeah, it's Hamler. So we didn't even bring Hamler, him up, but, like, 100%. he's probably not a factor if Teddy's He's just a deep yeah, throw like, down. Drew Locke was making Hamler. I'm down on the passing game. Up on the run game, disgusting. down on the passing game. I could see Judy, though, being, like, the... the Besides Fant, the guy that they target, like he's I mean, just going to get like maybe a lot fine. of time. I just think their ceilings are so capped. Yeah, yeah. I think they have no ceiling. I think they'll give you, at best, low end wide receiver two numbers. At best, in my opinion. Honestly, that's what I th- that's what I'm thinking. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I think Sutton dropped out of wide receiver two contention for me. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I could be wrong. Wide receiver four, Jetty. 
Wide receiver four. <laughs> that still is nickname. Yeah, that's, 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 they're gonna be better than wide receiver. That is a wide receiver. His nickname. Uh, he's hashtag good at football, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> he is. He is good. I, I like keep seeing that one video of the route where he jabs on his hurt knee. Yeah, and it actually does look good. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. like, it's one video that's three seconds. Like, calm down. But he does look like the three, knee's looking good. Three seconds is a long time. <laughs> For some of us. Is that what you said, Bailey? Hey, whoa. Whoa! Oh, sorry. Oh, I was getting it. I figured. I was just finishing it. He's our me. guest. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, guys. NSFW, but you're going to have to put that on the table this time. <laughs> not, so that's it for like the news and everything I had for that. Uh, Let's get into a trade in our leagues that happened. It is the Elf, only one Elf, that Elf. happened. Elf, these last Elf. this last week, but Lennox here, you can tell he's excited. He traded Jerry Judy and his 23 first, which will, I mean, probably be late. That's so far out, it's hard to tell, but mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like something would have to go wrong if it's not late. Uh, to Brady for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So Lennox, why don't you just give us your breakdown here? Yeah, so I, I kind of have to thank Burbank. Because he's the one who gave me the nudge I needed to even why? make this offer. Why so did you do this? He just, I didn't say anything. No, he just asked... <laughs> I mean, normal question, uh, am I in any trade talks? And at the time, I wasn't. Oh, but I asked. I had some ideas. <laughs> but Burbeck asking, do you have any, are you in any trade talks? I, I decided, like, okay, I'm going to send the offer I've been thinking of, which was this exact offer. So it was that Judy in a 23 first for Hopkins. And texted to Brady, one offer, and he accepted. And Brady is a rebuilding team. So he is, I mean, he's been snake bitten. He's not going to win this year for sure because he had Akers and ETN go down. So he's looking for youth. He gets a first-round pick and a twenty twenty or a 22-year-old receiver in Judy who, I mean, when Brady's going to be trying to compete in a couple of years, he's Judy's still going to be yeah. valuable. So I get why Brady wanted to do it. Like, I, when you're looking for trade partners, like, you got to offer them something you think they're going to like. But I'm very biased in this. I mean, I absolutely love my side getting Hopkins back. I'm a win-now team. I'm going for back-to-back championships. And being a competing team, I'm very willing to trade a 2023 first because – I have two full NFL seasons to recoup that first, get back in the 2023 rookie draft if I wanted to, and upgrade from Judy to Hopkins. Like, we just talked about it. Like, Burbs, you're excited about him, but as, like, a low-end wide receiver, too. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whereas Hopkins, like, there's a huge, at least, increase in value for a single season. Like, I like Judy's future, but, like, for four straight years in PPR formats, Hopkins has been top five, which... This is our tight end premium league. We do have it is half PPR, but we have that half point bonus for first down catches. Mm-hmm. And last year, Hopkins led all wide receivers in first down catches with seventy five. Kelsey was the number one uh-huh. pass catcher with seventy nine. But I mean, in this format, he almost gets a full PPR bonus, and his his target share is guaranteed. Like it's 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 going to be out of this world. So I'm I'm very happy with the trade. I'm very glad. I'm doubling down on Hopkins in two leagues. So, um, shout to Brady. Good deal. I hope. Uh, your young guys turn out, but I know what Hopkins is right now. If Hopkins ends up winning you the the championship, that'll be two Brady trades that like just helped you get like Fair enough. not that like it's because of I'm not saying it's because of Brady. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's cause of Brady. What we're saying. <laughs> I don't hate it for I understand Brady's side. Like I maybe would have asked for more because I would have looked at your team. Okay, he really wants the up. I could probably squeeze a little more. Sure. Especially if that was your first offer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, give me more. He's yeah. definitely willing to offer more than this. Yeah. Give me more. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> 
But no, I mean, no, I would have it's, it's not. Strong, right? He would have given you so much more, Brady. Right. But just with me being like down on Jerry, quote unquote, down on Jerry Judy and Dynasty. I mean, I mean, I get why Brady did it again. I mean, she got more. I get why you did it. But I mean, I'd rather have DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like if you were gonna sell him, I would have held on to him and sold him later in the season at some mm-hmm. point. But um, I get it. I get why you did it, and I respect the move. But I'd way rather have Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I agree. Um, Love it. Anything else here before we get into the uh, the old meat and potatoes, birds? I, I, I hungies. Me. <laughs> <laughs> So Lettix mentioned it earlier, but with this main segment here, we're going to, all four of us have our own lists, and we're going to be predicting the top 12 running backs in sleeper ADP at this time next year. So next August, Mm -hmm. what is the running back ADP looking like, the top 12? Um, So it's kind of an interesting you know, situation we're put in here because obviously we have our own opinions about these players, but we have to kind of take into account what the consensus is going to be feeling about them. Yeah. So ADP a is people, a consensus stat. Yeah, it is at 100%. So, I mean, the majority of people I feel like are super age biased. So oh, yeah. that's, that's going to definitely be taken into account. Sure. Yep. We I like, wrote the birthdays next to each player. Yep. We like ripe <laughs> young players in Dynasty. Yes, ripe. yes we do. Very, the riper the better is what I always say. But... So I just want to just run through the current sleeper ADP here. Um, this is dynasty ADP, just to be clear, yeah, yeah. not not redraft. Um, number one, CMC. Number two, Dalvin Cook. Number three, Jonathan Taylor. Number four, Saquon Barkley. Number five, Alvin Kamara. Six is Derrick Henry. Seven, Nick Chubb. Eight, Najee Harris. Nine, DeAndre Swift. 10, Ezekiel Elliott, 11, Antonio Gibson, and rounding out the top 12 is Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones? So, we're going we're gonna to have a fun little time here because we all have our own list. We're going to get into some, you know, debates, I'm assuming, and we'll, mm-hmm. just, we'll just see what happens. But Yeah. So, before we start, uh, I want to bring up a little research. So, it, this is kind of me and Burbeck tag team on this research. So, he mm. was over, and what we want to see was... Each year, we were looking at the top 12 running backs. He, did, he remembers now. So we were looking at top 12 running backs in ADP. This was probably, so we were using Fantasy Football Calculator. It probably was redraft ADP, not Dynasty. But I think it still counts, though, for what we were looking at. Because in redraft, those are the 12 running backs that people think are going to be the best out yeah. of the community. So anyways, what we want to see is of the top 12, if you were top 12 in ADP, did you finish in the top 12? Or in other words, how many busts do we typically see per year? So... I mean, it's just, if you're bust, it's going to have a negative impact on your future ADP. People don't forget players that busted or hurt them. So, looking at yearly ADP, I was looking at the yearly ADP. Burbeck was looking at the finishes. So, we went back four years, 2017, eight of the top 12 running backs finished top 12. So, there was four busts in 2017. 2018, same thing. Eight of the top 12 finished in the top 12. Another four busts. 2019, we get to... Seven of the top 12 finishing in the top 12, so five busts. And then last year, a lot of busts. Uh, it doesn't help when, like, McCaffrey yeah. and Saquon go down. Yeah, so injuries, baby. Yeah. Five like, out of the 12. Two. COVID yeah. year, like, it might have been some yeah. of that, but five of the top 12 finished in the top 12, so there were seven busts. So, I mean, we're trying to project 2022 ADP here. So, I mean, looking at the top 21 or top 12 right now for 21, like, four to, the, four to seven based off history, recent history, are supposed to bust, which is going to impact that 2022 ADP. Some mm-hmm. of it's due to injuries, which you can't predict. I mean, we've already seen Akers, Etienne, Dobbins go down, and it could be any other running back 
mid-season for this year. So, oh, God. But it was just something before I made my list. I wanted to look me. up to see, like, how much mm-hmm. turnover could we potentially be seeing just to due to guys not either producing or due to injury. So Yeah, but it's 75%, like, by year, like, 75% of those players will match a top 12 ADP. That's... That's surprising. Well, match top twelve finish. Top twelve so finish. Top twelve ADP yeah. and finish top twelve. Yes, seventy five percent. That's be lower. super high. This just the last four years. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, well, last year, uh, I know seven didn't. But you got to yeah. so. you got to assume at least CMC would have had. Oh, exactly. Yeah. 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 Barkley. I, I'm, I'm assuming Barkley would have too. Would have too. Yeah. 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 So that, that would make it seven. Right seven. There. So mm-hmm. seven or eight each year yeah. out of the twelve are going to need that. One other thing I want to bring up before we get into our list, like. There's usually a rookie running back who enters into the top 12, whether it was, like, history, Saquon, Clyde did just because of his draft capital. Was Najee, Najee this year? Najee was. Yeah, he's he top is. 12 this year? Yeah, I, or, no, not, I guess not. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he is. is. He's, eight, he's eight? Yeah, dude. So, That's usually there's a rookie. That. That's insane, dude. That's I have not high. been paying attention to the 2022 class, but I don't think there's a rookie who's going to end up top 12 next year. Oh. At least, unless someone balls out. Do you guys? Be. CJ Spiller. I, I have Isaiah Spiller. Thank you. So, that's the one guy to keep an eye on? Brees Hall. I've no seen idea. Brees Hall. Yeah, Brees Hall. I don't know a lot Brees of people. I think they could that's break into the top 12. They always do. One always does. Depending on the Usually, I don't know if this is the class. I was hoping I was going to be sneaky, because I have I have one, too. Do you? I have one in my top 12, just as a total guess. Oh, just I based don't. off of the, there will always be a there rookie running back in the top. Who was ADP. last year? JT, Najee, and Clyde. Clyde went number Clyde. three overall. Yeah, Clyde was. I mean, it didn't pan out, but like usually, there's the hype mm. post NFL draft. No, he. Yeah, yeah he was he, drafted as the RB. Yeah, yeah. Damn. yeah you're right. You're right. Yeah. Someone is someone's gonna do it most likely. I would say. I mean, we value you. It's those like, two though. I think it's Isaiah Spiller and Brees. Yeah, are the top two backs. So that's, that's what, what like, I'm saying. Yep. It's Kyron Williams, Eric Gray. There's a few guys. I didn't add anyone because I just don't know enough about the class yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point. Is the Georgia I mean, running back uh, no, Samir White, White. No. and not Tank Bigsby? That's, That's 23. Yeah, he's not. He 23? Yeah. He'll be tough. Just, well. just like just a Texas Hoarding 23 guy. picks, maybe. Like yeah, but anyway, let's get into our list here. Um, I do not have a rookie in here, by the way. So I'm just going to kind of just list my number one guy here, and we can just talk about where – if he's not number one for you guys, we can talk about where he is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or if he is, you can just say it. Uh, my number one is, at this time next year, it's still Christian McCaffrey. Thought you were going to go Saquon, i got to be honest. He'll be heading into his age 26 season, which is typically, I mean, people are going to hate that just because, I mean, 26 is ancient. But I, I'm expecting him to have another absolutely massive year in 2021 and probably finish as the RB1 overall. And just based off of him being such an advantage of the position, probably locked in 100 receptions if he's healthy. Yes. And just like this, his elite pass catching ability I, and like all the work he gets, I just feel like he'll still be number one next year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Matt Rule should still be there, which means the offensive scheme should be the same. And, I mean, just his – I just feel like his play style, just with how good of a receiver he is, will allow him to be a very good running back, like much later than most RBs. So he is my number one still. Um, where do you guys have him? Uh, number one. Yeah. Yep. I mean, even, you know, like the ADP, what it is now, Dalvin Cook, JT, like Alvin usually gets – they don't – See the he, they're not as good of receivers as CMC. That's what puts me above CMC is. I think he's by far the best running back all around. And yeah, I think he's going to repeat what he did two years ago. This next year, if he's fully mm-hmm. healthy. So yeah. so we preface this saying this 
we're we're guessing the ADP, mm-hmm. yeah. and I always have ADP going younger, like they always do. So I have CMC number three. Ooh, Whoa, okay. number Is three. He, I have him as number one as well. Um, He's 25 now when he's number we one. We do value no, youth. I that's another youth. Youth is huge. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But production is also very valuable. And that's something yeah. as a community, if we see someone who is an elite producer, a la McCaffrey, they're going to stay at the top of the ADP. So I expect mm-hmm. McCaffrey, to, McCaffrey to be healthy, and I expect him to dominate. So I, he's going to stay as running back one because yeah. I think he's going to produce as running back I one. bet I know who you have as number one. Uh, okay, well, I, I also do want to say, if I had a 101 in redraft right now, obviously I would take CMC. Mm-hmm. So I think he's oh, going to be the number yeah. one fantasy player. I'm just basing this off of mm-hmm. ADP. And, and what people prediction. You're just yes. going prediction. Yes. Yeah. So how about we just – how about Burbag? Why don't you just give us your number – Two, actually, so you said no. Sorry, Ryan. So you said he's your number three. three. Why don't you give us your number one? My number one, Jonathan Taylor. There Woo! it is. Yep, I figured. Where do you guys have him? Two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And he's younger, so I was going with the younger yeah. guy. No, I know, I know. I, I'm not saying it's crazy. Yeah. No, I get what you're. I I do see what you're doing. Actually, if, yeah. the way he dominated like the last six weeks or whatever yeah. it was last year, if he can be, I don't know. Say say he's a top five or six running back. With his age being what three years younger than McCaffrey to start next year, he's going to be he's going to be twenty three in January, so at the end of the year. Yes. <laughs> so if he does what what I believe he's capable of doing, I can just t- easily see him being the number one overall dynasty running back. Yeah, he's yeah. a stud. He's just an absolute stud. And like CMC, a three down, he can catch the yes. ball. He's a great freaking you runner. Bet Naheem Hines? Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's, no, he's, he's, he's capable. He's sure, but, no, but like GT has the ability to take over that backfield if Frank Reich led him. Sure. You know yeah, what I mean? I agree. Yeah. Like they give yeah, Naeem Hines is good, he catches the ball. But if Frank Reich was like JT, take it, he could do it. I fully believe that's it. That's what I guess that's what I'm saying. And JT's he's like the one of the few guys I could see overtaking McCaffrey for running back yeah. one. So like I agree. Yeah. When when did he take over last year? Like Halfway through week yeah. ten, maybe. Yeah, and News he finishes RB. what RB six. So I'm not sure. I think I would expect you to know. It was like top. I think it was top eight at least. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. He's just a beast. I think he's just such a good running back. Mm-hmm. And, and if, in 2022, is Naeem Hines going to be as much of a factor as this year? Actually, not. This right. is fourth year, right? Naeem Hines. Yeah, yeah. Because he Jonathan he, Taylor finishes the RB six. Gosh, I'm so good. So. <laughs> So, we, like, Midletics, me, Burback, we all mentioned we have him as our RB2. Correct. At oh, nice. We year. all do. Okay. Yeah. I, I just want to just bring up a different side of this. Not I, I have him as the RB2, so don't, don't get fired off here, Ryan guy. It's all predictions. Hit me with predictions. it. But I do think that this ranking is risky what because the? of his limited pass-catching upside in this offense. Yeah. I do think Naheem Mines is not going to go away. And... I could see him being ranked as a mid-range RB1 next year, honestly, like RB6 or 7, if his pass catching doesn't increase. Because even mm-hmm. the best runners in the game, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, they will ne- they will always be faded. They will never be ranked well because they don't have the pass catching upside. Even though they're the best running backs, runners in the NFL, they will not be ranked highly because of the pass catching like floor or the Caps have. What do you, you think, Naeem? Well, you... No, I, I don't want to go on Naeem Yines yet, but like you okay. talked about earlier that Carson Wentz, he's on the COVID, and you were talking about bringing down Jonathan Taylor for next year. Like I, that's 
check the tape. Well, he's not. So, he's not dead but, from. But if COVID. but if Wait, what Wentz, does that have to do? if Wentz missed time, I think you agree the Colts' offense would suck. Jonathan Taylor would get hurt. Yeah. So if that happens. He, from a fantasy so let's say he'll be yeah, back. I think he'll be back by week one. But though. what if Jonathan Taylor finishes as the running back ten because Wentz misses a season? Like he's not going to be ADP dynasty running back two. You know what I'm saying? Like there is this other multiverse where Jonathan Taylor struggles because he is a first and second down running back oh, for this sure. year. For sure. And like a Josh Jacobs, he's probably only going to produce in games where they win. You know, if sounds he like we're on the same page. Jonathan Taylor there is definitely sh- better than Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Well, yes, no, I absolutely, agree. but. Well, all we're trying to say is, like, if he doesn't get the passing work and they're not a good team, there is a possibility that he finishes as a oh. second-half running back one, which he's not going to be two I overall. I definitely see an, uh, a, a scenario where Taylor's ADP is the same as it is right now, which is the back of the first round. Well, it's it four overall in Dynasty for running backs. Right now? Yeah. Just oh, he's, 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 he's the already three in Dynasty. Okay. So, okay. like... If he finishes the running back eight, he might fall a little bit. That's all we're and trying I'm, to And I'm out. just saying that just because of he's an elite running back, but he might not have the pass-catching upside as other guys, and people hate running backs that don't catch passes. Nick, as Nick Chubb. As Nick Chubb, so, as Derrick Henry. Yeah, I know, but what do you – like, in Dynasty, he's Derrick Henry's still top six, and he's going top three or four no, in I, redraft. No, no, no. I, so, I firmly agree, but I'm just saying I don't think that he'll – there, I'm just saying it's risky. It's the I can totally Henry, see like, him being here. Derrick Henry finished risky. as a top three back the past two years, and I don't think Dynasty ADP was top five either year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Dude, I he, also, he also broke out older. Yeah, he's, he's old. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. He's yeah. 22. Very good point. I forgot how, first of all, I forgot how young Naeem Hines is. He's 24. Yeah. He's going into his fourth. Do you know, in full PPR, do you know what his running back finish was? 19. 15. Full Ooh. PPR. He was RB15. He's a factor. Two a factor. top 15 RBs on the Colts in full PPR. That is wild. So, I mean, if this is Naeem Hines last year, if he moves on, holy crap, JT is going to is the AD. Mm-hmm. Like, but I agree. I see the scenario where he definitely falls. But we all we all love him as one or two. We still <laughs> all have him as one or two, so. I'm, yep, so I did not mean to shit on him. I was just saying it could be risky. I, I do agree, though. This is it. Linger hates Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> when, you, when you brought up Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry, like they just never get the respect they deserve. I definitely understand that. Yeah. But Naheem Hines, what, four years on a rookie deal if you're not a first-round pick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What so if they, they let him go? They could. I they hope. Easily I could. I hope. Especially if they're looking to pay JT. Absolutely. So let's just let's just go around the circle here because we've all crossed off our number ones and twos. So mm-hmm. let's just move on. Burback, who's your number three? Why don't you just give us? An I three? am fully expecting, even though that offense is going to be crap, I'm fully expecting a full healthy season. Yes, he is going to do what he was drafted to and what God built him to do, which is be insane at football. And it's Saquon Barkley. Oh, Raheem Mostert. Oh wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we'll we'll get no. I'm just kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> no, Saquon Barkley. I think if a full season of Saquon Barkley showing like what a freaking beast he is, and if Daniel Jones, if the Giants go a different direction at QB, which could easily happen after this year. Sorry, Al Michael. Um, I thought he's I thought he's a superstar. How bad is that trade? I, it's worse than what I thought it was. <laughs> no, but, thank you. Okay, You're at the, the, one at the time, I still believed in Daniel Jones, but now I've seen it's like he's. I don't think he's yeah, taking that okay. step. We don't. Sorry. Anyways, but no, Saquon is. He, even though on a bad team, he's still going to show that. Like, we we throw around generational talent a lot. His metrics, 
the size of his legs, his speed, <laughs> what he does the is literally <laughs> generational. Like, it's freaking insane. It's the next AP, except he can catch. So I think Saquon has a great year and is immediately jumping up because he's he's 25 in fe- – he's 24 this whole season. Mm-hmm. He'll be 25 next year. That's easy. Yeah. I feel like I should jump in before Langer because I'm going to guess Langer is Barkley 3, but yeah. – I do, I do. So do I, honestly. Oh, yes. that was shocking. That is. Well, so you're I know it's I consensus. But it's, yeah. yeah, it's based off consensus. I know and you, you already said who you have. Consensus no, no, comes down so to production, youth, and popularity. And I think yeah. Saquon has the popularity name value that if he shows he's healthy, and you're right, and he shows that he still has that talent that he came in with his rookie year, yeah. he's going to stay And he wears those league. earrings that say 26. <gasps> 26. Yeah. Dude, so honestly, like, if those he didn't six. have those, <laughs> yeah. he might not be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 honestly, I'm not joking. I, he looks sick with those earrings. So. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I have him three as well, just because, you know, playing the it's popular, Dude, it's, it's the popular. Bit. If he has a full year, people are going to be like, dude, next year? Mm-hmm. You know, so what you were saying, Ryan. Yeah. Like, think about what the consensus yeah. is going to do. Yeah, and, that's, and that's why I have him at number two above ah. CMC. Oh! I just, like, so we like, all have that same top three, yeah. but just in different orders. Like, okay. like you guys are, like, he is a generational player. Saquon oh, Barkley, we're, everyone remembers him from, oh, like, wait, a freshman year in college. He was just a he superstar, is. and I love him. He's so. the only one that doesn't have the same order. All three all have the same order so far. Look at that. Dynasty wow. Alphas. This is yeah. uh, Alpha Sign. Wow. Right it's, it's a good thing I came Let's in. Let's hope we get into some fights. Oh, definitely. But I'm just going to oh. I'm just gonna top top it off definitely. here before we move on. But yeah. on. I'm just going to top it off before we move on, but... No one else on this list besides CMC has Saquon Barkley's rushing and receiving ability. Yeah. But plus youth, plus athleticism, and I he's mean, already he, had a thousand thousand season. No. He's done it. Wait, who are you talking about? Oh, you're talking CMC about Saquon. Has. I'm just saying no one Sorry. else on this list besides yes. CMC has his rushing and receiving ability. Got it. But CMC or Saquon's even younger. He's I I mean, I would guess he's more athletic. I don't actually know. But, I mean, mm-hmm. athlete-wise, I think, so. I think yeah. Saquon probably tops that out. But Skin color. And he and he will be <laughs> True. extended. I mean, at, he yes. will get another contract in the he's NFL. The number two. So. He was the number two overall pick. Gentlemen so. would look like an idiot. I mean, I would love yeah. if he left the Giants, believe me. <laughs> but, like, he'll he'll be in the NFL yeah, yeah. for and a few years. there's no Chuba Hubbard around, so let's be real. <laughs> True. Yeah, and Wayne Gallman's gone, so, I mean, man, floodgates open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Hurricane Ida. So we all got the same top three. Ryan, who's your number four? Okay, I, I don't want to be hot takey, but... Oh, be I, hot takey. I, I, I have a hot takey. I'm hot takey. Based, based off well, of his I age and his hype already, I have Najee Harris as my number Ryan, four. let's fucking go. Let's go! Okay, I love that. I, I just think that he is going to get the ball so many times this year. Mm-hmm. The volume itself, and he's going to score... A, I, I think he's going to score over 10 touchdowns at mm. least. And I just think the volume, sexy number. Yeah. The, the volume and the age uh, with Najee Harris, and just the way, like we said, the dynasty community thinks a second year running back in the league on a good offense. I mean, albeit we don't know what's going to happen with Big Ben, but yeah. Steelers have a historically good offense. Mike Tomlin loves the bell cow running back. Mm-hmm. Najee's going to eat this year, and I think he's going to be number four at this time next year. Yep, love it. I am the same way. I have Najee's number four, and I gave Najee a rose on our bachelor episode. You, you did, yeah. May remember? So did you take I, him to the fantasy suite? After? Oh, I uh, drafted him in one redraft league. So yes, I did. <laughs> I took him to the fantasy suites. But I'm expecting a huge rookie year like Ryan is from Najee. 
that workload, that opportunity, it's going to be crazy. So I think he's going to jump into the top five for Dynasty running back ADP. It's mm-hmm. potentially the Big Ben effect. Like, if Big Ben's leaving, people are concerned about the offense. He might not. But if, if he balls out like I'm expecting him to, he's going to jump in there just because everyone loves the new hotness. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the new guy on the block who's dominant. He's going to yeah. go from eight to four, in my opinion, if he has a top five year. Did you see yeah. his legs, Burbs? Pretty good. I have not. Oh, look I should up. type in Najee Harris legs. Ripped. Okay. I'm going to have to I check think, that out. I think out. from uh, the Senior Bowl. He's looking Ooh, choked. Better yeah. than Dylan? Look him up. Let me refresh or, me. Or, or Geo. Geo's got number that one legs. But so, it had to be, dude. No one's got huge. muscles. So Najee is... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. showed him the picture. <laughs> those are bigger than... Holy yeah. tree trunks. Yeah, those are units. Okay, I don't have a much. I don't. I don't know if I want to spoil it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, we're, we're he's, talking about he's six for me. Yeah. Like, I, I, I have two incumbents ahead of him, mm-hmm. um, which I'll get to. But I mean, I fully expect Najee to jump into the top. Moving eight, up from eight maybe to six. Top if five. He's currently yep. eight. Yeah, I can't yep. believe he's eight right now. Najee's five for me. So yeah. we're all pretty close. Okay, so he's four mm-hmm. for Ooh, you guys. Who do you guys drop yep. five. I know who you drop. Yep. Six for you. Yep. Right. Um, so who's your? Oh. So let me go my four first because yeah, it's easier. Yeah, go for go for my, your four I mean, first. I, I'll just make this quick. I'm keeping Dalvin Cook there. I think he's going to have a similar year this year that he did last year. Mm-hmm. He will be 27 next year, and that's but typically that's looked at as like the the final year. And I'm going to just keep it like one more year of Dalvin Cook on that ADP. So nice. But if we're going, oh man, I I did this a little bit with a redraft and like. Dynasty wise, I could see Najee definitely going ahead of Dalvin. Yeah, I did a little bit of this with redraft in mind. So the age twenty seven is scary. The age twenty seven is scary. I'm a Dalvin owner, and that's I did have Najee jumping Dalvin by one. Like Dalvin's my five, and Dalvin's a workhorse. But we are all going to wonder when is the cliff about to come for Dalvin, and that's just naturally going to drop him. So like, I still expect him to produce like a top five guy. So I I am at five. Yep. But I mean, he's yeah. he's got the injury history. If anything five, like, were to cause him to bust, like he will plummet, oh, which would oh be God. scary. I, yep. I just don't. I mean, I have him obviously in my top twelve. But a tw- a twenty seven year old running back, I just think the community is gonna like some yeah. of these. Eat that alive, Derrick Se- Henry. Second year guys this yeah. year. So so Dalvin's my six. So I'm basically right in the range here. I mean, I don't know where he's you my are. seven. He's your seven. Okay. Seven. So mm-hmm. so we're five all right in this range, and I kept him at six. I mean, he's going to be better than the RB6 in 2021, but only due to his age, 27, mm-hmm. and he has a past injury history. So I just think people are going to look at that and just take it, like take him down some notches. Yeah. But I also look at the current ADP right now, and I see Derrick Henry still in there, and he's 27 right now. So Zeke. And, I mean, yeah, Zeke's in there. So, I mean, D- Dalvin will absolutely be in the top 12. I'm assuming top 10, and I have him at 6. So, yeah. But he's really only valuable to contending teams. Exactly. Which would drop him in a dynasty. If you're doing format. a startup. That's, yeah. what, that's what I took this at. Like, if mm-hmm. I was doing yeah, a startup. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, oh, you're, I mean, Derrick Henry went, what, round 4 in our Titan Premium? Five. Five. I haven't got him 5 one. one. So, so yeah. Aaron Jones, too. Fuck. So, for Read number that what you will. Number fours, you have Najee, Ryan. Yep. Lennox has Najee. Najee. Burbeck has Dalvin Cook. I can't wait for you to talk about yours. Mine's a hot take. <laughs> it's Chubb. It's not Chubb. Oh, oh, I thought it was Chubb. It'll make boy. so much sense. It will make so much I can sense. Just see, I can see his Antonio laptop. Antonio Gibson is my number four projection. <gasps> and I, I will totally admit, this is, like, this is a lot of projecting. But... 
Obviously, everybody knows I love Antonio Gibson, and I just think his upside is insane. And I am just assuming mm-hmm. that he at least hits like 80% of his potential this year, maybe 70%. But yeah. he is so athletic, and he's huge, and he has the pass-catching upside, and he showed that he can run the ball last year. He scored 11 rushing touchdowns. I just think he's going to have a big year. He's young. He's got the athleticism, the size, and he can play in the passing game and the running game. And I just think people will just eat that up. And I have him as my R before. So I don't hate it. I honestly, his ceiling gets him there. Like if he, mm-hmm. if this year he does what fantasy Twitter wants him to do, easily. He's got top, the youth, easily and catch passes and run the ball and yes. the popularity. Like he's one of the yes. hottest names on Twitter. You know, like he is huge too. He's six two, six two, two thirty. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's. For sure, in his range of outcomes, yeah. like I'm a little worried because we've heard the, you know, McCaffrey hype from the coaches, which is yeah. scary because like McCaffrey's a different beast, and I'm I'm just not quite sure he'll get the passing work to realize that hype. Like he's gonna break out. Like I'm fully confident that I love Gibson. He's my eight. He, that's where he yeah. ended up for me. So like, same. I, it's above where he currently is. I yep. think he breaks out, but like there is still the McKissicks, the Jared Pattersons that like I think he deserves more passing work, but I don't know if he gets it to break mm-hmm. out in a, in a McCaffrey fashion. But he has yeah. the best, he has the youth and he has the popularity and he just needs the production to jump 100%. into the top five. And that, yeah. that's what I'm banking on. Fully. If yeah. he hits that project if he hits oh, that upside he will be like, yeah, he'll be <laughs> Dude Rivera Rivera helps that. Predictions yeah, yeah. like it yeah. really does. The guy who coached McCaffrey saying he's like McCaffrey. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. that's yeah, that's pretty nice. <laughs> where, where do you have Gibson, Ryan? Um, I hate to say it because I will never be able to acquire him from Anthony or Allen because Allen doesn't give really? away people unless your name is Anthony or Alex. Yeah, <laughs> um, Max, we've gone over yeah. that before. Yeah, it's just us two. Yeah. It's, it's they must have new pictures it. of him or something. But yeah. I have him at number five. Well, that doesn't. Hey, work. there we go. I think he's. I, I hate oh, it because nice. I think he's gonna be such a stud. And yeah. he will so he will five th- for you, four yeah. for me, and eight for both you boys. Yeah, yep. I love it. I love it. Um, so has everybody said their number five? You have Gibson. Yes. I have Najee. No. Dalvin. You have Dalvin. Burps, give us your number five. Your number five. Another incumbent, and I think even has a greater potential because of his use to like keep his ADPs. Alvin Kamara. Yeah, he plays on like fifty percent of snaps and is always a top three running back. Mm-hmm. We just mentioned it. Jameis helps his stock a whole hell of a lot. I think Saints, I think in the last, this was a last year stat, but in the last decade, always have a top five run team. With Champagne, yeah. I I just, I really, I even, looking at this, might even move Kamara ahead of Cook. I think Kamara has a better chance, because he's going to be 27 also. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, a month correct. older. He has a better chance of holding that ADP than Dalvin does, I think. I kind of agree with you, but I ended up having Cook at 5, Kamara at 6. So okay. I'm expecting a drop in ADP due to his age. I mean, like you said, age 27. But unlike Dalvin Cook and some other running backs, like like you said, Kamara's he's efficient. He does not yeah. have the wear and tear on his body mm-hmm. over a course of a season like a Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook puts on their body. Like True. they are taking I'm so sw- many carries. I'm switching these two right now. Or like a Zeke, you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Kamara just he's so efficient with it. So like that efficiency could help him produce for a longer time. Like he's twenty seven, that's normally old, but like if he is gonna get that amount of targets and he's just mm-hmm. that touchdown and yards per carry, yards per catch efficient, he could stay up there. So like he's six for me. He's just one of those guys who's the production's gonna stick around, I think. Yeah. And we're gonna have to value him as an RB one. So I mean his best va- his best asset is as a receiver. Mm-hmm. Those running backs can last a 
yeah. a whole lot longer. Where Delvin bear, did not get that much passing work last year. No. So, he got a decent amount. Decent amount, not but Elvin. it was a drop no, from no, the year not, before he's that. He's not Kamara CMC yeah. or something yeah. like that, but yeah. And I, I have Kamara at seven, so he's next on my list as well because I have Dalvin at six, Kamara at seven. So I, I have him at eight, Dalvin at seven, but I could easily see myself flip-flopping those guys, especially yeah. with the Jameis news now. Side B. Lennox, you're the, you, you and Burbs have not said your top your your number seven yet. So why don't, why don't you give us your number seven, buddy? I'll give you my number seven. So my number seven running back is Nick Chubb, yes. which this just feels <clears throat> like it feels like the perennial Nick Chubb spot because he's one of the best runners in the NFL. But there's always questions about the passing work and Kareem Hunt's around. So matches I just, the ADP. I was just looking at where he's going now. Yep. I think he's going to retain it. Basically, is like I'm not really saying much, but like I think Nick Chubb is going to prove that he's one of the best runners in the NFL. Is going to finish as an RB one, but we're just all going to discount him because there's that passing work. And I mean, at this point, Kareem Hunt still like if Kareem were to leave, Chubb would get the boost in ADP for sure. But for me, he's coming in at number seven. I just think he's a locked and loaded running back one in dynasty that I, any team should want. You know, like mm-hmm. Chubb is going to produce. Yeah. I, yep. So seeing where he's going now, I don't know why, but I have him actually rising to number six. Ooh. <laughs> oh. I didn't know that we hadn't covered your six yeah, yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you said my top six are no, covered. No, I Wait. said I had seven of my top eight. Oh, that was very confusing. Well, <laughs> I wanted to be ambiguous. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yeah, so I have, six. I have Nick Chubb as my number six. Do, who um, do you have under him that's been named? I, oh, oh. Dalvin? Dalvin and Alvin. Delvin and Kamara. Yeah, I feel like I'm okay. doing him a disservice with my ranks now. Yeah, oh, you're like the highest on it. I know. I have him solo. I just, <laughs> I'm just projecting consensus because consensus is yeah. stupid. But anyway, Ryan, keep I, going. I, I don't. I just think that he is like one of the best pure runners in the NFL. I think that Browns offense is going to be sick this year. And if Kareem Hunt did leave, or if something happened, it would be wheels up for Nick Chubb. And oh. I just think he's good. Hashtag good at football. I'd get a Chubb. Hashtag good at football. Yeah. Yep. You have to have, end every tweet. Now, from Hashtag Minnesota sports fan with that. Okay. Yeah. So, Burrs, where do you have Chubb, though? We'll get to that. It's not going to be for a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, you have to mention it. Okay. Okay. I, so, I was wrong. I realized I had his name twice. So, I put him in the right spot. He's my RB11. Because what have we talked about so far? Like, we hate running backs that don't catch passes. And he doesn't mm-hmm. catch passes. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's pretty fair, Nick Chubb at RB11. I, I like... I remember, I think it was a footballer's episode, and I agreed with him. Nick Chubb, has has he ever been a league-winning RB1? I You just mentioned that Brady won me a league, and who did I trade for? <laughs> was he your RB1? Yeah. Because I had Clyde, and I had... Jake. That was... Uh, that was it. I mean, I was playing like yeah, Jake McKissick. McKissick okay, but if you, wait, hold on. If yeah. you had Nick Chubb all year that year... That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, he, he was great for what? A, two games for you? That's a little different. He's not a league winner. Oh, he won me a league. I'd, I would be, uh, I would be fine with Nick Chubb as my RB one. I don't want Nick Chubb as my RB one. I would not want it. Okay. I'd want Fair a enough. different running back as my RB one. That's why this is definitely a personal rank. I don't. I. But I also think all these players ahead of him are going to catch passes. So I don't think I'd want Delvin and Alvin based on age above him, though. I think he's going to get similar production. Oh, Alvin's going to outproduce Nick Chubb next 2022 no. easily. No. We'll see. So, so oh, I'm not. this early? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
two years. Now. I'm like you still years, owe me so I'm one. pretty combative. You so. still owe me one from Rogers not being traded on draft night. Do I still owe you? Oh, there's a Coors right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, if if these were my personal ranks, I would have Chubb a lot higher than I do. But it's consensus again. I mean, you heard me when you said number four is Antonio Gibson. I was like, is this Chubb? So. I know. I wish it was. Um, I have him at number 10, so I'm not much different than Burbank. Oh, it's spot ahead. Thank you, Langer. Wow. But this just comes back. From a guy back. that loves Chubb. I do. But yeah, comes the ADP game, dude. He'll just, he'll, so he'll be heading into his age 26 season. Yep. But mm. I'm expecting him to lead, or, or not lead the league, but challenge the league lead in rushing at least. Oh. He is going to be a perennial yes. top rusher no matter what. He's locked into a good contract on a run-heavy team with literally the best offensive line in football. And he's also just one of the best runners in general, regardless of offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could honestly, like, he could be the best running back in the NFL. So, I hate ranking him at number 10, but I just, this just comes back to consensus. Hating running backs that don't catch passes. Mm-hmm. So, if Krim Hunt is still on this team at this time next year, I yeah. feel like he will be around 10 or so. Back end running back one, yeah. But, mm-hmm. if Krim Hunt is not on this team at this time, Woo! I would bet almost anything he'll be top five in running back ADP because he is so fucking good and he can catch passes. I know, that's, but and I'm not disagreeing that he can't. It's the same thing with Josh Jacobs. He's a great pass catcher. It's the team. Except they for... Do not use it. Nick Chubb, at, like the advanced metrics, he adds the most points in the NFL per rush among any running back and per reception among any running back. In the NFL, he's the best at both of them. He just doesn't get the targets. It's a fan scan. Like it's, it's so annoying. Like it's just a fan so on the phone. He is so similar to Derrick Henry because I feel like anytime Derrick Henry gets a screen pass, he goes for 70 and yeah. a touchdown. You know, like, <laughs> but they never give it to him for some I reason. Know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Chubb is that same guy where it's like, you just get the ball in his hands and he's going to do something good with it. Yeah. So I, I have him at number 10. It feels disgusting because I, of how much I love the man, but I just got to predict stupid consensus. So... Um, so, Burbs, you said you haven't said your number seven yet. My number seven, this was my RB1 in this rookie class. I think in the preseason, we're seeing why the Broncos traded up for him. I think as he become their three down back in 2022, it's Javante Williams. He is already leading the preseason. Did I, did I see in broken tackles? Above Ramondre. Per rush. Broken tackles per rush. Per rush. Which is easily my favorite metric of a running back. Um, <laughs> He, I really do think by the, like, he's going to be that rookie that in the back half of the the, the year mm-hmm. finally gets that opportunity, shows what he can do, and just boom skyrockets in ADP. Yeah. I think he's become the running back because I think this is Gordon's last year, even on contract. Mm-hmm. Like he's gone, mm-hmm. and it's Javante Williams' backfield. Holy crap! Give that to me, and I, another super Twitter popular running back right now. So I think top, he's my RB7 definitely um, going into next year. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I think he's going to have a huge second half of the year. I just don't think he's going to jump that high. I have him at 11. But okay. I, I mean, I, if he has a huge... We have him and Chubb flipped. We have him and Chubb flipped. I'm at 11 too. If, yeah. <laughs> really? If, if he has that big of a year with his youth like, and going into potential three down back, mm-hmm. I could see him jumping to number seven. Where I, is his current ADP? Do we know it? Uh, can we look I it up? I would guess maybe? like 16. Because it's going to be a jump. Gotta be top 12, but. He's got to be like top 18, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I can look it up quick, but you can keep talking. 
So this this kind of makes me upset because I thought that this was gonna be my hot take, but I have them at eight. Oh, I saw it. I'm like, suck it. So <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm expecting him to have a good year, like a really good year. And like you mentioned, turn it on in the back half of the season. Mm-hmm. You, you see guys like this all the time that once they have that big back half of the season, oh, yeah. they're going Cam to makers. Yep, they're going to explode right. up the ranks and just like add to that that Melvin Gordon will be gone. He will barely be 22 by the time next season starts, and he's a three-down running back on a team that will run the ball a shit ton, in my opinion, as I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So I just think that he is going to shoot up the list. Like, I, I love Javante Williams. Like you mentioned, Burbs, I love that he breaks tackles at an insane rate. He jukes people left and right. So slippery. I just he's I love so the player, slippery, dude. and I... I think that this is honestly going to – I'm pretty confident there. in this there. I'm pretty I confident have, in it. I really do think he's going to be top eight in ADP next year. Oh. Especially because Melvin's going to be gone. They're not oh, yeah. re-signing him or anything. Yeah. They're not going to – I don't know how to look up ADP. So. That's, that's fine. <laughs> All four of us got in top 12, though. All four of us got in top 12. I'm 11 like Ryan. Same thing. I think he gets the ADP jump. But I think Melvin maybe is a little pesky at the start of the year. Where it's it's going to be a very late surge where I think people want him as an RB one, but like he might not be drafted there. So that's yeah. why eleven still top twelve. Yep. So mm-hmm. totally yep. fair. Has, yeah. Does anyone have their number eight left? No, mine was Gibson. Gibson. I got Gibson. Mine was oh, Kamara. yours was Kamara. Okay, mine so was we Javante. all did it. All right, I'll, so our top eight is. I'll just start with my number nine then. Okay. Uh, I have DeAndre Swift at number nine. Um, I have him too. I'm not. I'm not. I love this because uh, you have him lower. He's not in my top twelve, guys. Whoa, <laughs> that is yes. Right. Yes. No, okay. Please tell me wow. why he's going to be great, though, because I love you. This is, you tell no, us. So we're projecting. Ryan just put his four his hand on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> he's a well, doctor, so like you had him at number four ADP yeah. for personal yeah. rankings well, earlier I, this season. I so. mean, I this is, again, popularity comes down to it. I think there is half of the dynasty community who doesn't believe in Swift, and the narrative is terrible. So like, I'm gonna let Langer talk him up, okay? Because I don't want to talk him down, but like the narrative yeah. and Detroit is bad. So that's why I just think he's gonna eventually be top twelve. Maybe like a la Dalvin Cook takes him two years to break into the top twelve. But because I love the talent, but at the same time, I think it could be a bad year this year. So and I'll let Langer yeah. go. So he's currently number nine. I have him at number nine for next year at this time. And honestly, this I mean, this kind of just goes against one thing that you said, Lennox. I think that Twitter is obsessed with DeAndre Swift. I think that they there's absolutely, certain people who talk yeah. a lot about it. I think it's like 99% of Twitter. Not 99%. It's probably like 80% of Twitter that absolutely thinks DeAndre Swift is the second coming. Could be. And Destined so that... Ta- that's that, why I have him in the top 12, just so I can get up there. No, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that, tied to the fact that he can yeah. run and catch balls, yeah. is why I have him in the top 12. He I don't... 10 rushing touchdowns last year, which... Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I like DeAndre Swift just fine. He'd probably be a low-end RB1 if I were to do my own ranks. I fucking hate the Lions. Like, don't get me wrong. And he should be a workhorse, but will the Lions let him be a workhorse? I don't know. It's terrifying. So... I'm banking this ranking on um, Twitter loving him as one, mm-hmm. and him being very versatile, and mm-hmm. him being very young. That those that's my that's why he's in my top ten. I'll just add what, like I agree with everything. I think his when he joins the Lions because I don't really know what's going to happen with this groin right now at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. You're going to see there's no weapons. 
So he's going to get heavily used. And then the narrative is going to switch of like, now it's the line's second year. I definitely could see them getting a different quarterback, like drafting one, because who's going to go golf yep. two years in a row? Mm-hmm. Yep. You Like, it, say they have the number one and go Spencer Rattler. Whoa, Spencer Rattler and DeAndre Swift. I, this ranking is because I think he's going to get heavily used, and then the team's going to change. Do you have nine as well? DeAndre, yeah. Nine. Oh, nice. I have him Switch. direct. Hey, yeah. we're, we're pretty lost. So I'm, I'm going with the Twitter hype of ADP where I think the narrative is going to flip of like, his, he's finally going to have the opportunity to get there. I feel like I know that like you guys were very low on him and are maybe just like, ADP is going to come back to the mean. I was not low on him. Burbag was the low guy. Was, low. His yeah. nickname is, I, I think I had I an RB, RB16. I still don't want him. This is my ADP yeah. guess. Whereas, like, I was very high because, like, I maybe was one of those Twitter people who, like, I I just see the Camara potential for him and the passing upside, but I, it's Detroit's so scary. Detroit is just terrifying right now because it could be a terrible offense. Although we've seen running backs produce in terrible offense, like Saquon's not been in good offenses. James Robinson, Monty, all like top five kind of guys in bad offenses. So if he does get all the work. He could be great, but like I'm just worried that the groin might be an issue. Jamal For Williams, this year, it's the coaching staff will be an issue. So like I've backed off of my. I'm a little worried at this point, but so you think there's going to be so many issues where the ADP just kind of like can't get it there. falls out the top twelve for a year because I love the Got talent. It. He's going to be young. He's going to bounce back, but I just think this offense could be literally the worst in the NFL. Just I'm trying to remember, note, we were going. You had him at RB4, Burbag RB16, me RB8. What? So we were like, uh, was close. this like. That was, that that was, was early. Nope, that was July 13th. Or, uh, sorry, sorry, January 13th. January, so, yeah. Even earlier. <laughs> yeah, so like very early in the process. Yeah. Yep. Uh, stay water. That was when, well, Stafford was there, Galladay was there. Like, mm. I, I think in 2022, the Lions are going to get a top pick and grab a QB, and that narrative is going to flip. I remember last night being shocked. Didn't Swift go second round? Whoa. No, 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 or, no, no. Or, but it like fourth or fifth. I, he, I remember Swift getting drafted. I'll find it. It you was Joe because Joe drafted Lamar, right? I'm pretty sure. I'll find it. Don't worry. You gotta find Ryan, wherever. Ryan, Ryan, you talk about yeah. yeah. Sorry, wherever you, Swift went, Ryan it was owns like, him. Yeah. As as a, <laughs> as a resident DeAndre Swift manager here, yeah, and, and thank you, di- thank you for being that. Thank you. I feel like you guys are being sarcastic. Oh, I'm I being so sarcastic. I know that. Uh, well, okay. We're not getting thank, into thank it. You for finally, thank you for finally letting me have the floor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the late fourth round is where he was picked. Yeah, still do I for this year. But anyways, Ryan. Um. So oh. I I think most of the points have been touched on. Just a couple of things I want to say. One, I mean, obviously I love him, but he, I think he has. And don't hear what I'm not saying. I think he has that Elvin Kamara light skill set mm-hmm. where he is so efficient. Um, if you look at like points per touch last year, he was in like the top five or six mm-hmm. just because he, he gets so many, he can get so many receptions on an offense that has nobody to throw to. So he could essentially lead the team in targets, him and Hawkinson, I think, will. Um, so he's going to get a lot of receptions. Um, I think going back to like what his freshman year at Georgia, like he's always been. Arguably the most talented running back from that class, so I think talent might win out. And then, um, oh gosh, I had I had another point, and it's going to be a good one. Oh yeah, he what <laughs> what percentage of like carries did he have last year? 
Oh, it was like, probably pretty low. It was like thirty five percent. Oh, AP Vulture. AP, AP so Vulture. Yeah. Many. I mean, that, Swift was playing like under fifty percent of snaps. That is and did what he did. That is know? gonna go up, and his efficiency could certainly come down. But uh, with, what is yeah, it? Keep bad? going. Keep going. No, sorry. Uh, with okay, but his his touches are gonna go up, and say it goes up to. 55% because Jamal Williams is there, too. That's still more snaps than he had last year. That's still more than he had last year, and he's going to do something good with he's them. Top so what I was going to ask was, you think AP will vulture more than Jamal Williams no, will? No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, snap percentage-wise. Yeah, like, we saw, like, you can look at his snap logs with Carrion, on Sleeper. Carrion, it was under 50%. Carrion was there, too, dare I guess. You bring him up. I guess, like, it's AP, like, oh, he vultured so much. But now it's Jamal. Wouldn't you think that the... He would take he, more? I brought he this might, up before. But, so, like, Aaron Jones is the exact Alvin Kamara light comp. Jamal was around in Green Bay, took 40% of the snaps. Aaron Jones was top five two straight years. Yeah. So, like, I think Swift yeah. can take that 60% yeah. snap roll. Jamal can take his 40%, which is a lot. But we're talking about these efficient pass-catching type backs like Kamara and Aaron Jones. That's what I think yeah. Swift is I would, like. I would guess about 60% snap share for Swift. And if he does that, I mean, even with Jamal Williams having yeah. 40%, it's still probably decently close to double what he had last year. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. Gonna, like he's going to produce. Jamal did that. impact Aaron Jones, so that's just, I think it's going to be yeah. similar-ish, but a yeah. lot worse of an offense. And I had him at 10. I don't think I said. I had him at 10. So has anybody's, has okay. anybody's number 9 not been set? Yeah. Nine. Uh, Ryan, go. I think I look at yours. We have the same. Do we? Let's go. I'm Clyde at 9. Um, I'll be quick on it, but uh, Chiefs offense... Pass catching specialist and actual pass catching specialist, um, and I, I I think he's I think he's pretty good too, and I think he's poised for a pretty pretty big year. I love Ryan. I love it. Yeah. Ryan's tried to trade for Clyde from my team. So I know I know Ryan likes Clyde, but anyways, uh, I just think as a dynasty community, like we've overreacted to both years of Clyde. Year one, he was clearly too high. I mean, I picked him. I think like we said, third overall running back. I mean, it was it was a combination of him being chosen by the Chiefs. Over some really good running backs, like we brought up Jonathan Taylor and Swift, like they picked him over that, so his expectations were so high he didn't live up to it, and now people got burned. So I think I think he's being punished for it unfairly. But he was top twelve running back through week twelve last year, like he was producing, and like Ryan, everything Ryan mentioned from a dynasty perspective, he's twenty two years old, he's in a great offense, he can catch the ball. So I just think his ADP bounces back if he stays healthy. Like that's the only worry to me is like. I'm potentially concerned, like, there's the ankle sprain from this year. Like, he missed some time at the end of last year. So, like, if he's not on the field, he won't produce. But when he's on the field, he's going to be top 12, I think, just because of sort of the overall situation he's in. And then we love youth. We lo- Like, he was a hyped player from before. So I think he can jump back in the top 12. Nine isn't even, I don't think, that high for, like, what his potential outcome could yeah. be. Yeah, But I, I'm jumping into nine yeah. as well. He wasn't that bad last year. No, I know. No, he wasn't. He, was he had over 1,000 yards, what, 1,100 catches? 1,100 total yards. Uh, no. I think he had a decent amount of catches. It was just, I think it was, he was so high. It was the hype. It was yeah, the hype. he was way over it was, yeah. it was like, he was RB3. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, like, that's what it was. People are overcorrecting and like shitting yeah. on yeah. him because he was yeah. such a disappointment. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was texting you before the high school draft like, do I take Clyde at the you back did. of the second? You did. But I was not 
I was questioning it. I know. I was. I was, like, <laughs> yes, you do. I was questioning it, and it's late like, second. No, no start of the third. Yes. Yeah, he had but, thirty-six catches for three hundred yards. Yeah. So I, I have Clyde at number eleven. So he's in my top twelve, and I, I made. The I have point, him at twelve. I made. Yep. I made the note of saying that this could be too low if he hits the potential that a lot of people mm-hmm. thought he had last year. I mean, like you mentioned, Ryan, he's in the best offense in the league, and he's tied to that for a. Quite a while, and he's extremely young, so this could be too low. I'm just keeping him in the top 12, though. No, no nice. left bell. No yep. left bell there. No, that yeah, that effect, really opens it It literally up. was right when he got injured, left bell showed I know. up. It was really annoying and for Clyde Owners. What I will say, too, is it just came out today that Darwin Thompson got released, which could be a vote of confidence for Clyde's health going into week one. Yeah. yeah for week one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound like that ankle's going to no. be any issue. How uh, I have one player left that hasn't been talked about. How about how about people's number ten? Has people's number ten been said? That's my one player. I do not. Your yours hasn't been mentioned yet. As well, yeah. Oh, yours has might been the same. Has yours been yep. mentioned? My, my top eleven. It has to be right. My, my top eleven have as well. It is. I already. I don't even need to say. I know. So we have you. the same twelve too. <laughs> go for it, Burbs. Go. It's Zeke. Yes, sir. Yeah, dude. Sorry, like this is the. One of the, like, besides the Chiefs and the Bills, the next highest touted offense going into 2021. Mm-hmm. Zeke was, I think we talked, top five RB with Dak healthy last year. I, again, going with, I think he was, I think he's being punished because he was so bad after Dak got hurt and Andy Dalton was a starting QB. Yeah. Still- it's like, oh, Zeke sucks. Running back nine like, overall. Sorry. Yeah, you're still RB. So I think he, again, he's going to come into this year possibly be top three even i could see top five easily top eight and his adp is definitely going to be top 12 he's only going to be he'll be 27 next year but he's a derrick henry's 27 he's top six zeke at least catches passes um so i easily think zeke's going to make top 12 adp this year so i'm not even close the exact same with burbs i have zeke at the same spot and this is a guy who he's been in the league for five years has been a top 10 fantasy running back for five straight years so like he is he's one of those guys who age is a factor he's gonna be 27 but like he's a top producer so like if he goes back and like you said dallas offense cooks he has so many scoring opportunities he's back in the top five like he's gonna fall due to his age but like if he has been producing as an RB1 for six straight years, like how can you not take him as number 10 as still that lower-end yeah. RB1? So, like, I'm as 10 as well. I own Zeke, so I'm a little biased. But, like, I, I just – I also agree. Like, I think he has top five upside. Top 10 for sure because, like, he's never shown us he hasn't done it. Mm-hmm. He did it with Gucci Danucci last year. So, like, I and, think he has top And in 2022, 10. that offense is going to be the same. Cooper, Lamb, Dak, Zeke. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be there again. So, I don't – if he has a great year – how could he not be top 12? So he's not Let's my top 12. <laughs> Let's hear um, I want to hear why. I'm curious. I will bet both of you that he won't be in the top 12 next year. Based off of the fact that he's already 10 right now, it seems like the fantasy community has already soured on him, and I don't think it matters if he has a big bounce back year, which I fully expect him to. I, I definitely think he's going to have a big bounce back year this year, but this just comes down to consensus. I think that most people are just out on Zeke. He's no longer explosive. I mean, honestly, he hasn't had a 30-yard run in three years. Um, Did you look that up? I trust you. Yeah. Unless you're just like, do that out there. No. He honestly hasn't had a carry longer than 30 yards in three years, which is wild. Yeah, he hasn't had a season under 1,200 yards in his career either. But No, keep that's fair. Yeah. But he's RB10 now, even with that. And he's going to be a year older, 27. 
So I fully expect him to have a good year. He's going to be 27. He will not be a top 12 running back, and I will bet both of you that. I'll do a beer bet. Yes. Uh, there is we, no we, we'll way do it later because we'll have to decide on which month it counts. There is no way he will August. be a top 12 running back in ADP at this time next year. There will be either rookies that come past him or guys that perform decently this year that are just going to jump him just based on age. Yep. He will not be a top 12 running back so in ADP. So my response would be, uh, what is Derrick Henry this year? I mean, he just ran for 2,000 yards and like 27 touchdowns. No, and but people, that's but what we're people, saying. Like, Zeke's keep being he keep punished. But he's not going to go off. Soured on he's not going to no, go Derrick Henry will never go off. He's not in my top 12. The only reason sure, people soured on him is because of Dak. currently is, though, right? Derrick Henry is currently a top 12 in yeah. consensus. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But he's had three in a row good years. He's at five. Zeke is at five in a row Zeke just had a... Down here, people I know. people think he had a shitty year. Langer's making the popularity. Yes. Well, my, my argument is Zeke will be the same age as Derrick Henry is this year. Derrick Henry is top twelve this year. So but like, people haven't soured on Henry as much as they have Zeke because they were so disappointed last year. Fair we're enough. saying I mean, Clyde's going to get back. Well, he's, so he's so young. I think Zeke is going to do it with production. Yeah. Clyde's doing it with. Oh, yeah, you know, that's... This yeah. month. Do it August. De- August? Yeah. yeah, August. Yeah. That's okay. It's, it's my... I almost guarantee he won't be top 12. And that, I'm not saying that's my ranking. I'm just saying consensus will not have him top 12. I, you're, you're going up based do off you, Twitter, popularity. I'll do it, Duke, because, like, I'm... I'll do Lennox. I'll do it with Lennox. Well, I'm in a similar argument, but, like, so a guy I have falling out of my top 12 is Derrick Henry because... Same, same. Same thing. He's going to be 28 next exactly. year. So it's, it's the same yeah. argument, 100%. whereas he's a good running back. You want him on a contending team. But it was like one of those guys is going to fall out. I fully agree. So I have it's both like, of them falling out. You have both of them. And Aaron Jones. I have Aaron Jones falling out. Right. Yeah, so like you have some like I guys who are producing falling out, whereas like I just think with all these young injuries, like we might take a proven Zeke over uh People are teammates. so ageist. Oh, just I know. that they hate Zeke now, yeah. I just you know, don't think it's going to That's what I'm saying. Back. But like K-Makers would have been a for sure he's pushing Zeke out. Now it's like K-Makers might be taking running back 15. Oh. You know what I'm saying? No, ETN's going to be taking run back 19. 20s. I, I'll, just, I'll just touch on Z quick. I had the same exact thoughts as Anthony. Is based on – I fully think that Zeke's going to have a bounce back here. Based on his age, at the running back position, he's not going to go up in value. He's he, number 10 He right also now. has like 500 more touches than Derrick Henry yeah. in his career. Yeah, he's, uh, he has the a lot treads, of The treads. The treads. I get it. And people are going to latch onto that no matter what he does this. You don't think if Zeke goes like no matter, top no matter what five, he's no. people are going to go back to the popularity of Zeke? No. You don't think he can go back? No. no. I think people hate Zeke. I think they hate his personality for some reason. I love like, his what the No, the media... Like n- not even maybe this year, but like through the years, the media has just shit on him just for like various things. Like True. Yeah. he's gotten suspended before. He, I mean, he's never been injured. The holdout, holdout. I think people Salvation honestly, Army I think people bucket. just like hate the Cowboys just in mm. general, America's team, whatever. But like I, I, this is all just consensus. I yeah. do not think that he'll be yeah. a top twelve running back. The, the only thing I could see making him a top twelve running back is his nickname is Fazekiel Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> PFT credit, but that was sick. Ezekiel Elliott. I still think there's like so if you we're doing top twelve, so that's a first round in a twelve man league. I think there's one owner per league that's I'm going win now no matter what and would take Zeke if he had previously produced top five in the top twelve. So I think like maybe in the consensus, well people are doing with Derrick Henry. No, 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 I know. You know so like it's it's like, yeah. it's you know what I'm saying? Like people are doing with Dalvin Cook. Like he's the same age as Zeke. 
I know, but Alvin Kamara is the same like age as Zeke. Players. But they're, they're, I get it. their value's not going up, though. Yeah, their value's decreased. And he's Zeke's, already RB10. And Zeke's has sure. to go up, so I, essentially. I guess me and Burbeck are like, he doesn't lose value. He keeps his RB10 if he finishes as a top five. Which yeah. I, think I don't see him think losing him value after the year he'll have in 2021. He's not going to lose value that, after that, having a fair. year. That's fair. But that's that's why I wanted to make the bet. Okay. Like, age is a big I just I just don't think it's going to happen. It has nothing to do with his talent. People hate Ezekiel Elliott. They do. Physique I deal. don't understand that. No, I mean, whether or not you understand it, I mean, it I doesn't it. matter. Yeah. It's consensus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Um, so, does anybody have their number 11 left? No, Chubb. Javante. Do people have their number 12 left? Clyde. Because yes. we haven't done 12 yet. Oh, I, I, I had cl- all my top 12 have been talked about. Awesome. Oh, never mind. Maybe we have I have one left. Go for it, Lennox. Mine is Aaron Jones. So, he is another one of those guys, a little bit older, but he's coming off of Two straight top five running back seasons, and we still like. I think you mentioned our current sleeper ADP. He's running back twelve, so like he is barely valued as top twelve in dynasty. But Rodgers is back, and I think Aaron Jones has another chance at another top three season. And I hate saying it, but as a Vikings fan, there is a chance that Aaron Rodgers stays. I don't want to believe it, but if Aaron Rodgers comes back and Aaron Jones is coming off of three straight top five seasons, which I think is a possibility. I think as a community, we would give him the decency to keep him in the top 12. So, like, I just put him there because there's other guys. Like, I wanted Dobbins to be there. He got hurt. You know, like, there's other guys I maybe wanted to be there. But, like, at the end of the day, Aaron Jones could have three straight top five seasons, which, like, why would we keep sleeping on him at that point? I want to give him a little bit of respect because if Rodgers mm-hmm. leaves, he's out of the top 12. Like, it's not a question. Yep. But if Rodgers were to stay... I think there's a chance he's probably too old. Like he he might fall yeah. just due to that. But he'd be 27 want, next year. I don't yeah. know how we could keep disrespecting him if it happened. I mean, I just don't think there's a chance Rodgers is back. That's yeah. it. it just I think Rodgers leaves. Oh, I just, it, just comes, so it just comes down so to <laughs> he's had two straight top five finishes, and he's still only RB 12. And Rodgers is back. Yeah, like another year older. Rodgers is honestly probably. Good. And this comes down to like I don't think I there's don't a think rookie who jumps in. Like if there was a rookie, he's he's out to me. But like mm-hmm. I couldn't find the rookie. I had Swift dropping out with this season. I had Dobbins dropping out. So like I, I just think Aaron Jones has been disrespected, which I hate it because he's back. Yeah. Um, my number 12, it might be yours too. Uh, I again, tell. I mentioned I have a rookie in my top 12 just because there will be a rookie in the top 12. There will. Whether or not you want to admit uh, yeah. it, there will. Was there like, was Josh Jacobs top 12 that year? I think so. I think he was. I bet he would, yeah. I, 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 I don't I, know. I bet he was too, to be honest. But like, that's one of those questionable like. And that was a weak class. A weak yeah. class. I think this and might be a weak class. I don't know, too. but I think yeah. it might be a weak class. I have Isaiah Spiller. I don't know if that's going to be the right guy. I just have. That'd be my number one. I basically just have rookie running back. Where is he playing? He's Texas A&M. 6'1", 225. He's so sick. He's a beast. If he gets, I mean, any. Okay, if there's a rookie running back that gets first round draft capital, oh, he will guarantee yes. be top twelve. Yeah, ETM if there's might sec- scare people, he might. If and there's I- second round draft capital, but in a good spot, they will also be top twelve because they're a rookie. They're young, and people love you. I didn't really consider so that's just that why I'm saying. Yeah. Do you think like the rookie over like some of these comeback guys or even like, mm-hmm. dude? The dynasty community is getting even more youth focused. If you're over twenty four, you're dead. It's insane. An incoming rookie, if they're in a good spot, regardless, yeah. they will be top 12. I will promise you. I hope I get what, more leagues with people. I like agree. That. It's literally the dumbest, most annoying thing ever, that but that's that just is, what ADP is, and that's just what it is. It's, it's why Kyle Pitts is so high right now. 
because he's 21. Actually, actually, he looks. He's only twenty. That's why he's. That's why his ADP is so high. The fact he has a single-digit number is why it's so sexy. Yeah, but he looks fast and skinny. He doesn't even turn twenty-one till October. But that's like if he was twenty-two, people would be like, "Oh, yeah, he'd be okay." Yeah, (laughs) he was like twenty. I know. (laughs) Oh my god, ripe. So, so I, I, (laughs) yuck, yuck. I, I. I copped out. I did Brees Hall slash Isaiah Spiller. Just okay. I don't know which one. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't yeah. I mean, your guess. I mean, I'm I'm horny for a good mock draft. In every mock draft, I see Brees, Brees Hall. <laughs> I am horny for a good mock draft. I would draft. love to make that the title of this episode. Yeah. I just feel like people would be expecting a mock draft the entire time. <laughs> we should redo our last you, you can do it on like draft alphas. There's always a description that you can put in there. Like, I'm horny for a good oh, mock draft. They're so good. Yeah, but I see, I see Brees Hall in the first round all the time. It could be him. It could be Isaiah Spiller. If someone goes in the first round, they're top twelve next year. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's the same point. Yeah, I, I just want to say one more. Like I'm surprised. My first guy out was Eckler. I think he has a better chance of getting top twelve ADP than Aaron Jones. Because his offense Aaron Jones, though? he's going to be twenty seven next like year. Same age. age at least. Okay, that's fine. He's actually younger. Has he been a top five running back two years in a row? No, but you <laughs> yeah. know Justin Herbert's going to oh, be there, oh, and he's signed. He has a better chance so is Aaron of Aaron Jones, but Aaron Jones is signed. No, I know. I'm just not saying. Rogers. The only difference is I, the quarterback. I, bigger contract. Too. Yeah, I think Eckler has a better chance of re- getting in a higher DP than Aaron Jones does. I was surprised it was over Eckler because he's my first uh, dude out. No, Eckler to me like strikes me as that perennial like 13 to 16 because I think he's 16 right now. I have him at 13. He's the, so perfect. So not top 12 yeah. like me. Um, but you have Aaron Jones at top 12, which I think could plummet. He's not going to plummet. So, wait, they're the same age, but Aaron Jones has been top five for two straight years, and Eckler Dude, got we're projecting in the future, not the past. Yeah, so, like, we're projecting. I, I think the Aaron dejected. Jones MVP offense. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I don't really want to argue this anymore, but, like. Not suspecting. To me, Eckler, like, he, he kind of gets the opposite of the Chubb-Henry hate, where, like, I don't know if he gets any goal line work. I don't know if he gets carries. His... Catches will be sick. They're going to be top three. You've Clyde in your top twelve. Yeah, so like he, he's, he's, young. Get, he's twenty-two. He's in goal line work, but he could get carries, and he has a future. Where Eckler, dude, like if Eckler gets hurt one more year, he's he's going to be a twenty-eight-year-old running back. Where like they're going to move on. You know what I'm saying? Like Eckler, if he misses more than four games, like he's not going to finish top ten, and he's going to plummet. That's just a little bit scary. Whereas Clyde could miss a whole another season. He's still right. a twenty-three-year-old running back. It's not going to be pretty, but, like, he would hold more value than yeah. Eckler. You know I, what I'm saying? I hear, I hear what you're saying. So, like, I don't know. I'm just giving a chance at a guy who's been top five for two straight years yeah. who keeps his quarterback, keeps his offense, keeps his role in Matt LaFleur's offense. That's, I don't know, that's a really good rushing offense this year. Yeah. Like. To be fair, Aaron Jones is in my just missed. I only had three just missed. And I'm worried about A.J. Dillon, if I'm being honest. Like, I like A.J. Dillon, and that's going to be a factor. Is Eckler in there? But no. Well, you have the dumbass there. Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with D. Henry, though. Yeah. One. I mean, my just missed are Henry, Zeke, and Aaron Jones. I only did three of them. Yeah. Um, Mine were Henry, Swift, and Dobbins. But Dobbins, it was pre-injury. I know. Yeah. I had Eckler, Dobbins, and Cam. Oh, <laughs> look at you. He I, rises after well, the Achilles injury. Honestly, I think he was top 12, though, you, pre-injury. Oh, like, he was like top eight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Totally. If we see the shit show that is the Rams' backfield, if that actually happens to be like that bad of a shit show... 
I could see the consensus be like, Cam Akers should be come back. But why? <laughs> They'd be like, no one could perform in this he's offense, like, and he's coming off an Achilles injury. He's like RB24 right now. How's he going to rise 10 spots after an injury? No one comes You're, back. You guys a lot were, of mock drafts. You guys were just arguing about Twitter's power over Zeke. <laughs> Did you... Do you remember Cam Akers' oh, Twitter? I remember that it. That was well. so annoying. Dude, it was like top well. five RB. Yeah. It was like we top, we it was had like a tweet thread about him being top five. It was like RB1 overall, yeah. essentially. So I'm going popular. Rest, rest, rest in peace. Popularity. Everyone's going to forget, like, oh yeah, Torn Achilles. Like, no, I, I respect it, that. but it's not going <laughs> to I, I know. forget that? What? Who's going to forget Torn Achilles? That's <laughs> oh, the whole reason he just, just slipped my mind. <laughs> Next year, I'm going to ask you, and you'll be like, Why'd he Whoa? miss the whole entire last season? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like it. A doctor! Yeah, yeah. Almost. I like it. This, ho- this is a house of learned doctors. <laughs> yeah, well, uh... I think that's about it for Whoa. this episode, boys. So that was that was fun. We got a lot of, you know. Shout out to our surprise guest. Oh, uh, yeah. Ryan's on this episode, guys. <laughs> and if you're actually still listening, prove it. Text us, because we don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag good at football. Good at football. Uh, 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 alpha, uh, alpha, 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 alpha. I love that you knew to do that. Uh, that means you're a listener. I'm, I'm loyal. I'm so 